Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today on Drawing Near, we look at a passage some consider challenging. It is long, and the wording and references are not fluid. But the meaning is fairly obvious. So let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 and see Resting by Faith. And as we begin our study today, let's pray together. And our Heavenly Father, as we focus again on a passage that mentions rest or your rest, I am thankful, Father, that there is a rest for believers. We labor and struggle against the works of the flesh in this life. We wrestle against a type of morality and ethics that we can't live up to perfectly. And Father, we thank you that you nailed the law to the cross with Jesus Christ. We thank you that by faith in him we are saved. But we also thank you, Father, that through faith we can walk in obedience to you. We can live a righteous life as we are sanctified and grow and mature in Christ. Father, we look forward to entering that rest perfectly and completely in eternity. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Before we begin reading today's passage, I want to emphasize that this word rest is very, very important to understanding the meaning of the text. The Jewish people, the Israelites, when traveling through the Exodus, those who left Egypt and rebelled in the wilderness, not being willing to go into the promised land by faith originally, were not permitted to go into the promised land ultimately, but wandered in the wilderness 40 years and then died. They did not get to enter into the rest. They lived 40 years struggling, fighting, wandering, and they didn't go into the place that was promised to them because they lacked faith. They did not listen to God and obey him. They didn't trust him. That's the essence of this passage. The rest that we can enter into is not some place here on earth. It's not some peace of mind place. It's eternal life. Now, we can enter into a rest of God here on earth through faithful obedience, looking as perfectly as we can unto eternal life. But while in this world, we will always be struggling against our flesh, against sin, against the world. We are wandering, as it were, in the wilderness until we get to heaven. We're gods. We have the promised land ahead of us, but we are still not there. We've been saved. We've been secured. And by faith, we will arrive. But we're not there yet. We're in process. And that's the essence of this passage, and we need to understand that. So let's begin by looking at verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 4. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. Our focus on this whole passage of Scripture, these 10 verses, is centered pretty much around verse 1 and verse 10. What follows in between is a little difficult to comprehend, but let's go for it. So this passage has told us, we need to fear, verse 1, we need to fear lest we seem to make the same mistake that the children of Israel did. 
In other words, we're being urged in this passage and in the passage prior to this to be very cautious. It's similar to the passage written by Paul that we are to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. The idea there being we need to live daily in the salvation that we have, work it out, live it out in fear and trembling. Why? Because we don't want to be self-deceived. We don't want to fall short. We want to know what we're supposed to know and be what we're supposed to be in Jesus Christ. Now, we're saved by grace through faith, and that's important for us to get. But we still need to not be deceived because there are many who believe they've trusted the right thing, believed the right thing, and are going to die and go to hell. Why? Because they did not trust in Christ and were born again and then lived out a life in faith to Jesus Christ. Now, how perfectly our faith has to be is not something that I understand. But because I do not understand it, I want to be as faithful as I can. Because this isn't the only warning in Scripture. There are many warnings. The book of Revelation, chapters 2 and 3, letters to the churches, are full of these kinds of warnings. So we need to fear. We need to be attentive, lest any of us seem to have come short of it. Verse 2 says, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. Talking about now and all the way back in the book of Exodus. But the word they heard did not profit them. The message didn't do them any good because they didn't put faith in the message. They didn't have ears to hear and eyes to see, a mind to understand. They didn't believe. Verse 3 tells us, For we who have believed, we believe unto following Jesus Christ, doing what he says. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he said, so I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Those who are saved from the foundations of the world, those whose names are written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, will follow Jesus Christ, will live by faith. In verse 4 it says, For he has spoken in a certain place, of the seventh day in this way, talking about creation. And God rested on the seventh day from all of his works. And again, in this place, a place in Psalm, they shall not enter my rest. So in verse 6, it gets to and says, Since therefore it remains that some enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today. After such a long time, as it has been said, today if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Again, all of this is just saying the same thing. It's telling us what happened in the book of Exodus. It's helping us to understand what's being done today, that they serve as a warning, as a reminder of being unfaithful, of having started out the journey and then not finishing it. So in verse 8, For if Joshua had given them rest, then he could not afterward have spoken of another day. Joshua didn't give them rest. Here's the thing. Even those Israelites who went into the promised land did not achieve the perfect rest that we can have through faith in Jesus Christ because they were looking forward to a day, looking forward to Jesus Christ that they would not live to see. That's what verse 8 is focusing on. So we have their failure by disobedience to not enter into the promised land. 
And then those who are the next generation of the Israelites enter into the promised land under Joshua, but they didn't perfectly enter into God's rest because that was just a physical place. We're looking forward to a spiritual rest, a rest like God has. So in verse 9, there remains therefore a rest for the people of God. That's who we are. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. We will enter into the rest of God when we stop struggling, when we stop working against the flesh, against sin, against Satan in eternity. Now, like the second generation of Israelites who entered the promised land, we can enjoy a type of rest today. We can enjoy the peace that comes from walking with God, from following him by obedience. So there are two rests here. The rest that we can have in this world through faith in Jesus Christ and following him, obeying him, and the rest that comes after, the rest like God where we cease from all of our works. There's a type of work we do in obeying Jesus Christ here, but that work will be finished when we die and are resurrected. We need to rejoice in the fact that there remains a rest for us, but we need to enter the rest through faithful obedience and hear this warning because some do not enter into it. I know this passage can sound confusing to some. It all boils down to believe in Jesus Christ and walk with God by faith and humble obedience, and everything else will take care of itself. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. And Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will give clarity and understanding to our hearts regarding this passage and any passage that seems to cause us struggles. Guide us today as we seek to live in the rest that we can know in this life while looking forward to your perfect rest in eternity. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.